This is a Rooster Teeth production. The internet is filled with random videos without context or backstory. Some funny, some strange, and some disturbing. Today we try to discern fact from fiction on one of those videos called Grave Robbing for Morons. This is Red Web. Task Force, welcome back. It's Monday, so you know that means Red Web is back. I'm Trevor Collins, Alfredo Diaz. We got a very, very interesting one today, like super strange, dark corners of the internet sort of thing. Yeah, you're talking about like internet videos that are just weird. And I get like with everything that we do nowadays on our phones and our computers mm-hmm. that we're put into like an algorithm or fed this algorithm. Oh my God, yes. This is one of the very few cases where I'm happy that there's an algorithm for like things like YouTube. To or protect just, like, me from just this stuff? Just feed me stuff that I want, right? Yeah. Feed me like the FPS and the tech stuff. The, the video games right? stuff. The video yeah, games the and the tech culture, that, and that I want and the, mm. the comic book culture and the movies and films. Mm. That's what I want to see. I don't want to go anywhere near some of the weird stuff that's oh like God. gotten onto YouTube probably that uh, oh yeah has like I don't know like as the computer hasn't seen you just probably got some AI probably I probably got some AI scanning some stuff oh yeah yeah they call him John Google John Google he's a, he's sentient he named himself oh John Google yeah huh? he's going for you does he just you. scan does he read the code like the Matrix oh he knows he knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah. I mean, we could do a whole episode on the Google algorithm system, you know, like just how it profiles everybody and puts them in little buckets. You could tell them, here's my birthday, here's my favorite interest, but just by browsing, oh, it knows you better than you do. Oh my God. Oh, I bet it does. It's spooky. You can download your own data, figure out what it thinks of you, how it like labels you. They could probably have like profiles. Oh, yeah. On individuals. They do. If they don't already. They sell them. Yeah. Web 3.0. Can't get here fast enough. Let me have my own data back. Anyway. We're going to get into it, but I th- I think my wager is that this is somewhere in the late 80s, early 90s, very grainy VHS footage, straight up. I mean, it's called Grave Robbing for Morons. If you want to go search that on YouTube, it is there. I will say viewer discretion is advised because that's the crux of this issue or that's the crux of this mystery. Is this real or is this a hoax or is this some sort of counterculture genre sort of thing? We'll dive into all of that, but I want to talk about this video, walk you through it, show you some okay. stills. Oh, God. But yeah. It's very visual. Oh. Very visual. And honestly, like, low-key disturbing. I mean, it's almost presented in this video as it's not, but it, yeah. it very much is, especially if you take it at face value. Mm, all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is probably one of the first episodes out of a plethora of episodes that we have done in this show that I just don't want a tangible thing. <laughs> oh, it's tangible. <laughs> the, way, the way it's being pitched to me, I just don't want... Oh, Here's okay. some stills from it. So yeah, while you gulp those that's down. That's a close down on a... looks like a human skull. Yeah. And then a close up of a human skull in the palm of someone's hands, and it looks like they're just kind of sitting down. They got a leather jacket. There's who I believe to be the person um, that's holding the skull. Well, yeah, it is. And then they have the skull laid out on a table. Yeah. Is that a book and a microphone and more bones? Yeah, there's some like random 
things in their room, just like, okay. you know, there's DVDs and just accoutrement, like obviously the place that they're living. But there's, what is that? I think that that book that you mentioned is actually Le Mis. Evil Dead 2. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Le Mis. It's like, no, he's right. Let him have it, Christian. It's Le Mis. Uh, What's the laughing at me? I thought we were a team. Yeah, right. No, Wait, where's the yes and Christian laugh? Immediately find out where it's a, we're a ticking time bomb. Christian's laugh. over here posterizing you laughing yeah, at his jokes. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, but like, yeah, I mean, that's like, those are the first couple minutes of the video, and uh, I'm, I'm going to walk you through it. Maybe it's just like a really well-prepped prop. You hope. You hope. It, this one's very strange, and like I said, we'll get into it, but before we do, I did want to give ourselves a little shout-out. You and I, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of, I think, 30 to 40% of the task force out there that listen don't know about the other half of our job. Over oh, wow. at a place called Achievement Hunter. Yeah. Oh, hello. We do we do gameplay sometimes. And uh, if you're interested over at youtube.com slash let's play, we have a whole ensemble that we are a part of. Mm -hmm. But we uh periodically we play some horror games. Right. So if this is up your alley and you like video games, check out Boo Crew over on youtube.com slash let's play. Yeah, we We've did Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, we're starting up a series. Yeah. That's Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. So that'll come out. Quite soon, if not already out. And then we have one episode so far in Poppy Playtime. That was terrifying. That was a spooky one. Yeah. So if you liked the, what was the Halloween special where we yeah. actually went to the hospital, what was it called? Uh, Yorktown Memorial. Yorktown hospital. Memorial. Yeah. If you like that one, uh, essentially, if you like seeing us being scared and terrified, we did that in video game form. Yeah. And we also have a lot of other like really yeah. funny and smart and clever creative stuff. people out there yeah. in our team right. that we record with. So yeah, if you like gameplay, shout out yeah. to ourselves. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want more, um, yeah, we're, we got other stuff that we do. Yeah. The, the good side of YouTube, as I like to think. Maybe that's something that the so algorithm wants to be served YouTube? To you. So this is on YouTube. It's still uh, there. Is. I mean, still is. Still is. is. Yes. Okay. So it's not like bad enough to be taken down. I mean... Or is it being taken down? No, it's it's consistently the, the first person that put it up. Is, it's it. still there. Weird. Yeah. Oh, and also a reminder: we got the cryptid pin set still coming on February fifteenth. Also, the hoodie. We're still crossing our fingers on that crimson hoodie to drop the same day. Might get delayed. Just follow us on Twitter. We'll let you know. So let's let's kind of dive into some of the material in the video. So that okay. way, for those who don't want to watch, we got you covered. So. Like many strange videos on the internet, you know, that get shared around and whatnot, it's really hard to tell, clearly, if grave robbing for morons, as the name of the video is, if it's real or not. What makes it harder, too, is that the video periodically cuts out in a way that it's hard to tell if it's an editing tactic or if it's truly because it's recorded on VHS. Right. That starting, stopping. Exactly. Starting, that it just kind of like, it has that <gasps> video static form. It's very much like the horror films VHS, if you've ever seen those. That so are that's where collections. Goal, though. Like he's just grave, literally grave robbing. Supposedly, yeah. Like he's, he's, when you watch it, he's walking you through how to go about it. Um, I mean, he's struggling to get his words out. I think the the person in this video might have a bit of a stutter. That or they're very nervous. It's hard to tell. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, just long story short, he's he's holding this skull. He's holding the jawbones and he's holding it together. And he's essentially oh, walking God, you through so it is a real how to go about doing likely. this. He's like, this is the condition you're going to find it in or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, a, it's 26 uh, minutes oh, long. Yeah. And it starts in the middle of a conversation, so God only knows how long this young man had been talking to whoever was filming him. But he can, is talking to the camera, and he's got a skull in his hands. Couldn't you use this to arrest this person? I mean, isn't that illegal? I mean, I'm assuming grave robbing is illegal. 
the thing is, we don't know who this person is. It's his face. We know. We, yeah, but like, use computer enhanced technology. Walk me through what that feels and looks like. Well, you, you take technology enhanced by computers. Okay. Okay. Hold on. So you play the video. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you hit pause. Yeah. And you send it to your printer. <laughs> and then you take about <laughs> immediately analog. And then, and then <laughs> hold on here. It's good. And then you take about a half printer. an hour because the printer won't work. Oh, yeah, true. Then you pin up on a board. Yeah. And I'm assuming, right, that at this point the cops go, mm, got him. You know, we <laughs> hey, I got it. It's in the database. I found it. But really, they the cops are like, this is. We got bigger fish to fry. And so then this little fish gets tossed over to the smaller office, which is the task force. And then from there, Wait we Wait a minute. Take we're it. just picking up dregs? Uh, we got to start somewhere. Beyond, oh, man. We, hey, we got to humble ourselves. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we right? don't want to show them up. So, so we took we all the dregs. Take, yeah, we okay. take the photo that was printed out. Yes. And then we scan it to put it back inside the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then we run it through. The database that has all kinds of faces, different, uh, uh, different various people from over the years, right, cryptids, right. things like that. Uh, Skin this baby hands this kid's well. face up against a ghost yeah. named baby hands up and against then, a hairy beast and called then, Bigfoot. Yeah. Bam! It's uh, John Doe, address six. Street fifth eight two five, and then you know I say, hey, look, <laughs> I'm not trying to dox anybody, okay? And Sorry, John Doe. <laughs> John, John's been John's been uh, docs and frame for many a thing for many what years he at this point. Let's John just say it. Um, and then yeah, we go get him. We hop into the van and then we bust the door down, and we say we say, "Hey, stop doing those things to those skulls." <laughs> I like it. Yeah, you know what? I like I like the <laughs> immediately analog. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then redigitize it. Put it back in. <laughs> Scan it back anyway. This so yes. <laughs> where to where to begin off of something so <laughs> so great? Such a genius plan. I don't know. No, but you but truly you're asking really good questions. And that's the crux of this of this potential mystery is that yeah, you you would think that people would know who this is. And, but the internet is clouded with misinformation. Yeah. You also have the police coming through, maybe going, I don't know, it seems like a hoax, seems not real, so right. let's not worry about it. You know, Don't put taxpayer money behind it. Sure, sure. Just shove this under the door of the task force. And maybe they'll yeah. figure this out. <laughs> so here we are. We, we pulled in the file underneath. You know, we got a little doggy door. Yeah. In the, yeah. So 26 minutes long, mid-conversation. We've got the main person that we, we... I don't think we really see anybody else in a clear sense. So we, we've got the main subject. He's got long black hair tied up in a messy ponytail. He's got piercings. He's got a leather jacket on. And the individual appears to be of Hispanic or Latino descent mm -hmm. and have some scars on their nose and on their forehead. And they also speak with a stutter. And they, based on the accent, sound like they could be from New York or New Jersey area. And they seem to either be an older teenager or someone in their early twenties. This is the yeah. best, like closest profile we, yeah, yeah, that we could pull. Um, and I also want to say, like, I know we mentioned the scars, but due to the low fidelity of this video, it does also look like almost dirt schmutz, like some smear, if you will. Like, here's the photo again. It almost looks like it's hard he to just, tell. He just came from a fresh robin. Maybe. I mean, he is handling a a pretty filthy skull. Many people compare this video to modern day vlogs just with the way that he's talking so candidly to the camera, making eye contact, and just kind of an early version of a vlog, if you will. 
But as you kind of pointed out, there's a lot of things in the room that make it very difficult to point out where they are. So it's likely their place of residence. You know, there's a, a bunch of things there, like a stereo, we have that DVD, there's a telescope. It only adds more confusion, really, to dive into all that. On the table that they're sitting next to are more bones. And again, like I mentioned, there's a VHS of Evil Dead 2, which was released in 1987. This gives us a time frame to work with. Okay. So we know yeah. that it's not filmed prior to that. Mm-hmm. So the content of the video, it's, it's really hard to describe what they're trying to convey in this video. They're all over the place, but I will try to break down some of the, our interpretations of the conversation. Mm -hmm. So they tell the viewer essentially what the body is going to look like. And I think that this is jumping in, assuming that the person is has already figured out how to exhume a body. They're talking in great detail on what the body's condition will look like once seen, you know, such as the jaw being open because of... And, uh, and I'm just going to quote him when he says, quote, it all rots out in a flat line. And he gestures to the face to say that the jaw opens. And then when you're kind of manipulating the body, he's talking about how to pull the skin off and like, oh, God, and how to grab the skull so it doesn't fall apart. And there's delicate spots. Like, Why did you, OK, so he's speaking with a thought like experience, right. this, which is very eerie. Right. Yeah. With the uh, there's a lot of like precision in what he's saying right. um that makes it very believable so uh, i'll i'll be honest when i first heard about everything you were laying down i went this is this, this might be like a sexual thing uh -huh. uh -huh. is that why it's weird this is a sexual thing but then they're telling me that he's grave robbing to and it's up to interpretation of course mm -hmm. but he's grave robbing to sell things to make money off of it right one why the hell do you need proof? Right. So he's trying to sell stuff. And he also says just on that note. Right. That you need proof. And so I don't know exactly what that yeah. means. I've never been on the black market. Right. Don't even know how to Google Why it. Why would you need, like, if you found, I don't know, some kind of diamond necklace or right. something. Why would you need the proof? <gasps> you know what? Maybe, what? maybe so it's detached from a living entity, right? Like if I stole something from you, you would know to look for it. There might be a police report on that. But if you stole it from, well... If it was buried, no one knows that, that it's maybe missing. What if it's on the black market? Then I assume people are just it's buying. A great point. Right? Like yeah. you're you're in a market where just like all things evil is going down, right? Right. Illegal is the better word to use there. Um, so I just don't think it would matter. Right. So one, why do you need proof? Two, who the hell is like go rob these graves, get valuables, but then also give me proof? I right. Proof of he this. talks about like getting getting the skull, getting some fingers. Like he he keeps jumping what around. Is the need for that? I I, I mean he I he mean, basically says you need proof. His reasoning is to get paid, but I for what you steal. But I agree with you in that. I mean, if it's all criminal activity, why do you need the proof? I mean, Take the, the thing, thing is, leave. Do you I need you know? proof to get paid. The thing is, like, I don't know, like if. You hand someone a giant ruby, it's like, are you, are you not going to take the ruby because you don't have the the person that, like the bones of the person that owned it? That doesn't make any, that doesn't I think the only th me. the only sense I could make of it is the baggage, right? If someone knows that this ruby is missing from like a museum or someone's jewelry closet or drawer or whatever, then there's more, it's more likely to come back after them and they might get bit in the butt. But if it comes from somebody who was dug up and then reburied or something, maybe it's fair game, right? In their well, minds. You... Because the thing is, right? Like, even if you, like, I don't get how that covers it up, though. 
Right, because clearly someone's messed with this grave. Right. And, and so they're going to dig it up, investigate. The head's gone. The necklace is gone. Right. Even then, the tombstone's still there. Right. Unless you just... The next sentence is, take the tombstone. <laughs> like... It, maybe. I don't know, <laughs> Which, I mean, it very well could be because this is this is a weird one. But okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so, like, it's it's hard to follow the logic. And that only clouds the issue here because on one hand yes we can ask these questions but on the other hand i've i've never spoken to an actual grave robber and most people probably haven't and so it's hard to know if this is actually the way that the thing goes right is this that real or is it just i don't know added information that yeah. makes it harder to tell no one sitting here is like my uncle's a grave robber that's not how they do it right you right know what i mean like <laughs> Yeah, call normal. in. It's call in to the hotline, uh, 1-800-RED-WEBS, uh, <laughs> if you want Yeah, I've been a part of the task force for over a year <laughs> now. My <laughs> yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. I rob graves all the time. I uh, rave on graves. <laughs> I rave on the graves, you know? and uh, That's not how it's done. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I'll kind of distill some of the information. He talks about don't grabbing it by the teeth because, you know, it's going to... it could. It could break the thing because of how brittle it is. He talks about how the fingers can be hard to, very difficult to keep track of due to their size. So you want to take those first. He jumps around so much that I'm like, what do you mean, what do you mean first? Are you taking the whole body? I don't understand, you know, like, and this is also after he, he said he, this is his second time doing it. And so this time he was way less scared. It's just also just weird. Just be like, okay. Uh, this is the second time I've done it. Here's a how-to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like, something that just seems so weird and complex, like, to rush over and do a how-to video. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? If I was able to hijack a car and then I did it for a second time, I wouldn't run off to do a how-to thinking I knew how to do it. I, it almost feels like a boast video, if anything else. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, I mean, like, like if it's real, even going step for step. Yeah, because yeah. okay. I mean, he's talking about the skull. He's like, this is how you know it's real, and he's talking about how to identify it, looking for the cracks. Yeah. He's even like, there's even hair on this one still. Jesus, all that Christ. sort of stuff. And then he starts talking about, you know, essentially looking for bodies that have been buried for a while, um, so they're less, as what? he says, fleshy. Okay. And then he starts talking about the condition of the clothing because of, well, the natural decomposition process. Right. So he's like, you got to kind of just break it, the shirt, he says, becomes brittle. And you got to like kind of rip it off because it just like becomes decayed. It it gets very grim, but it must smell really terribly. And also like, I don't know, man, I'd just be yeah. scared to catch something. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. So, I mean, these are the details we're going to give. Um but the real information that I want to kind of lean on here is in the video, the person on camera calls themselves Anthony and then begins saying their last name Okay. with Cass. C-A-S is how it sounds. But then they stop as if somebody waved them off and says like, nah, don't dox yourself, right? Even then, why have it in the video that you uploaded? Mm -hmm. Also, database. Hello? Is right. It, right? Start typing it in. Let's start looking for Anthony C. I mean, like, I'm sure this was back then but i mean if the case isn't solved nowadays grab one of the 50 million fuckers on twitter that are whirling every day to figure out the rest of the last name <laughs> right. you want to you want to wordle the last yeah. part of this man's name figure it out we, we figure it out right like all right that's for start wordling last name solve 
We're going to get so many tweets that are like Anthony C-A-S. Four out of five. Blank. Just finishing it. <laughs> but other names that were mentioned in this video include Poochie. Some people interpret it as Boochie, B-U-C-C-I. Uh, there's a Taco. And then there's a Gino. And they call themselves trendsetters. So, man, their future, they got an alt universe right. that just like in another reality that we're all off. grave robbing yeah we they're the they're the, they're the epitome of the how to to do it so weird now the person behind the camera isn't in frame long enough to become familiar with what they look like or anything but another key detail here is before the video ends this anthony person promises to rob the grave of harry houdini and so he says if you're watching this video then you will know who it was i don't think his grave was ever robbed and there was never another installment of grave robbing for morons or just GRFM yeah, for short. Because the siren showed up to his damn house. He gave his first and almost the rest of his last name. Yeah. This is cool. And then upload the damn thing. Well, I don't think he uploaded it. We'll, we'll get oh. into oh. how people track this down because this is only going to make it stranger, right? Like this is, you know, we're talking about a grim video and at face value, you're just kind of like, well, Red, why are you talking about this kind of like, uh? But yeah. it's it's because of like the investigation uncovering kind of the origin of it and only drawing up more questions from that. Okay, break down this mystery. Yeah, so let's talk about the investigation. This video was posted initially uh, on a on the subreddit WTF back in 2015, and one of the top comments was from the Reddit user Jesticles, who wrote, "Quote: This is from a DVD." called Ensuring Your Place in Hell, Volume 1, which can be found here. There was a link there. We're not going to explore it. But some online claim that this video is actually from Volume 2 of the series. And then I have to ask so the question. Wait, there's a whole series? There's a whole series here that people are somehow familiar with. That underground VHS people doing bad things? I guess. Because it's just like, it's not like Grave Robbers, right? Right. No, it's... Volume 1, it's, uh, what? Something to Hell, Volume 1, 2? Ensuring Your Place in Hell, yeah. Volume 1. And so we'll, we'll explore some of the other videos that were also within okay. it. But yeah, this is where it really starts to remind me of, like, VHS as a horror movie. Yeah. It has a collection of short stories, and that's... Oh, dude. So this, so immediately my mind's going... VHS. Yeah. There so, might be... Oh, God, there could be footage of some really terrible things on there. Yeah. And so the question is now immediately, okay, is this some sort of, like, really, uh, like, cult genre off to the side, like, really niche thing? Or is it a collection of actually problematic material all put together? I mean, ooh, okay, now it's getting juicy. Yeah. So upon exploring this website, you know, this was a DVD trading website primarily focused on rare horror films and other unusual content. So oh God. really down oh on the God. on the iceberg of the internet. People just trading some really weird stuff, probably. Probably, yeah. I mean, this is probably uh, just a little bit of daylight hitting that black market, getting a little exposure on right. that. But this person, whoever they were, right, Jesticles, right, on Reddit, says, quote, yes, he really did rob a grave when replying to somebody else. So this DVD is ripped from a VHS of the same name, and it's unknown when the VHS or the DVD was released. Again, the only thing we can go off of is the record date for this chapter of that VHS collection must have been after 1987, again, due to the nature of Evil Dead 2 being on the table. 
But again, we don't know when, we don't know how long after. Just by looking at it, my gut says definitely very near after that, within a few years. The channel that uploaded this video initially uh, was called Simon Predge, and they specialize in archiving VHS oddities on YouTube. Again, still active, still up, oh. and this is where you can go find that video again if you are so inclined. It is a Frenchman, so it doesn't seem to have anything to do with this video at hand, like no direct connection. It just seems that, you know, they found it, and mm -hmm. as a part of what they do is they documented it by uploading it. But coming back to this initial DVD or VHS tape, it features four different homemade videos in a similar style to this video that we're talking about. And they have titles to them apparently, like Mortuary of the Dead, Exploding Varmints, and Cooking with Huck Butko, B-U-T-K-O. Okay, that last one was weird. <laughs> this whole thing is weird. But yeah, that one was, uh, <laughs> that, that took crossed me back the line. for a second. <laughs> Too much. So another true crime podcast out there, Sword and Scale, shout out. Uh, they investigated this video back in 2017 and even tried contacting an online seller about that DVD. Uh, but it turns out that they didn't have any information on where it came from. They just had it on hand to sell. But okay. the mystery is really like, okay, there's a huge disconnect between it becoming a bootleg DVD, being sold, being spread, and starting on the VHS. So we don't know who digitized it to the DVD. We don't know who created the original VHS compilation or where all that began. This is just a part of the internet I just want nothing to do with. Right? Like 1,000%. Right. That's why we're here for you. Sorry. No disrespect. <laughs> no. Or anything like that. But like, this community that's trading and collecting VHSs with some weird illegal stuff like this, like, I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. Man. I like, wouldn't worry about the feelings of those trading illegal goods. They're probably not listening. But also, this is the safe little corner of the internet where we can talk about these things, you know? So that way you can come to us, Fredo and I, you will talk, we'll talk about it. Task Force, you can get a little, you know, taste of the mystery, and then you can go back to the safe corners of the internet. We are your your barrier mm -hmm. to, to the to the nefarious. And keep shopping for your ferns and yeah, buying buy your ficus, your groceries, and your backyard slippers. Wait a minute, what? What? People need to, <laughs> people need to be slipping around in their backyard. Why don't you go, go in your backyard barefoot? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, we have Croc charms available now for those. Of you oh, yes. uh, Store.rushy.com. We, we do actually have a task force Croc charm. Um, so while you're slipping around your backyard, represent the task force. Anyway. <laughs> Man, no, I, I'm with you, though. Like, I I don't know how I would feel like. It's already eerie enough to talk about. It was weird enough to, to, watch, to watch part of the video. It just, like, gives you this deeply uncomfortable feeling. And doing the research to this podcast is as close as I'll want to get to that stuff. So we can be that buffer for the task force at home and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's a very niche interest, and it's just... It's, I just can't imagine being like okay there's a, a vh vhs tape for sale of someone robbing graves right i want to buy that and we don't know if it's real or not you want that sure okay i don't know yeah i i feel that so this is a mindset i can't wrap my head around mm -hmm. but yeah so we know now kind of like there's a lot of people selling this dvd but there's huge disconnects back to the origin and that's probably maybe by design i don't know 
But YouTuber Scare Theater uploaded an analysis of the DVD in 2016 with clips from each video. So I'm going to break down very quickly what these other sections of the DVD that this is okay. nestled in with feature. And that might and give us like, I'm going to call it the Grave Robber series because this is not a part of like the. the no, this DVD. is the volume one or two. It's of, up for debate of ensuring your place in hell. Oh, so yeah. this is not just the grave robbing grave robbing's on person. There? This is the other thing. Yeah, I'm gonna break down. Yeah, scare theater. Thanks to Scare Theater, I'm, oh, like God. they uploaded an analysis I, of the other pieces. When you were talking about it, I was like curious. I want to know, but I don't want to. We're not gonna go super deep. We're just gonna kind of give you enough to give context. I mean, I'm to, here already. Right. Like, but it's basically to give you context for: okay. is this a hoax? Right. Is this real? I think it may help sway things. Okay. I don't know. So let's talk about the content of Mortuary of the Dead. It's simply some young people breaking into a mortuary in a Spanish-speaking country. And from the looks of it, it appears to actually be real. And it seems like the group actually did break in. But again, it's hard to say for certain, especially with something as lo-fi as this. You know, right. found footage films like Blair Witch really pushed this genre into the spotlight. And that felt real for people, but it was clearly not. And so it's hard to tell, especially with low fidelity videos, what the true intent might be. Exploding Varmints, I'm just going to leave it at the name. It's basically from a now closed pest control company, and it features exactly what the title of this chapter of the video. They just trap them and then take them back I don't to know. explode them? I, I don't know. And take footage of it? Probably. Oh, I'm going to leave it at that, right? Okay. And then we have Cooking with Huck Butko featuring a young person using gross stuff in his recipes, such as roadkill, and then he feeds those dishes to his family and friends. Now, I know I know there's a lot of shock value right there, but I'm going to cut through that with a knife. Okay. This Huck Butko is actually a screenwriter and was one of the writers for the film in 2010 entitled The Last Exorcism. So it's most likely that this was just an early film project for Butko, and so that kind of recasts this whole compilation of material in a different right. light. Yeah, this is all just fake. Hopefully, right? Or was this video project so thoroughly well done that it was mistaken as real content, therefore right. added to the compilation? It's really hard to say. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So none of these videos are connected to each other. It's very much like an anthology right. yeah, series so of blah but with only one video on the compilation being confirmed as fake it's again hard to tell the nature of grave robbing for morons but that's what we're here to discuss i mean that's what the whole theory right. section is going to be about we're going to talk about the supporting elements to it being a hoax as well as it being real but before we do that i want to talk about anthony this anthony character and what some of the major theories are for okay. them yeah oh man Told you, it's a, it's a dark. This is definitely a, a twisted one, dude. This is like, but like horror series VHS, but in real life. In real this life, is crazy. And by grounding <laughs> it on something of entertainment value, I I can keep moving forward because otherwise, this is so foreign to this type of material. I would even think is out there. You know what I mean? This is just a peer behind a curtain I didn't know was there, and it ooh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like because it, you know there's like. VHS compilations of some Ooh, yeah. darker Ugh. stuff. Like, oh, yeah. This is the on. tip of an I mean, iceberg that I didn't need to know existed. How many people <laughs> on the planet, you know there's a really niche community. Yeah. Backdoor website. Just oh, yeah. Full of bad stuff. Ugh. 
Anyway, let's talk about who Anthony may or may not be, right? So regardless of this film being real or not, many online people are wondering who this person is because clearly they're either an actor or a candid individual. As always, with most of these internet-centric mysteries, so many people come out of the woodwork to cloud the path forward, right? Claiming, I knew Anthony, I know that person, I recognize them, I went to school with them, all essentially leading to invalid leads or dead leads or dead end direction. It's just, I don't know. I don't know yeah. why people want to get themselves so involved they, in these they things. They want to be famous or famous adjacent. Right? Yeah. Like. So some people have claimed that Anthony lived in Red Hook, Brooklyn, which makes sense if we go off accent, of the accent, yeah. right? And also went by the name of Screws. He was nicknamed that because supposedly he screwed people over by selling them bootleg movies and other random things, including bones. They also claimed that he had been dead for 20 years. Now, I think that does complicate a timeline there based on, I mean, it depends on when they said how long he's, if he, if they said he was dead for 20 years, like yesterday. Was it 20? Yeah. Then I didn't, sure. Yeah. This, this is definitely one of those topics that's just hard to really hard to dig into those those details but so that is this is an interest it's different yeah it's very done but that is definitely one interesting angle and and you know it seems vivid enough of a story but who knows if it wasn't just a group of people kind of aligning on something but there's another interesting angle here from an actual established grave robber once again from new york named anthony casaminas so c-a-s at the start at the start at the start. Yeah, uh, at the start. So Anthony Cass, right? Potentially this Casaminas. Uh, another name that was suggested. And the name sounds like it could be the right person, but Casaminas was arrested in 1999 in his 40s. So the age doesn't necessarily doesn't match quite up. quite line up. Yeah. Yeah. However, we don't, again, know when this was recorded. It is entirely possible that... This we got a we got a baby face on our hands, you know. Like he's just he's a youthful looking individual, or carries himself in such a way. And if he filmed it, let's just say, as early the earliest is is 1987. So give it then 12 years. So he could have gone from 28 to 40. True. Yeah. It's possible. Baby facing it. Yeah, but that is one of the bigger hiccups with this particular angle. Um, a lot of holes in this one. Yeah, but it's very interesting. It's it's definitely one of the most hold filled internet centric mysteries we've got on hand, and uh, and a lot of people are definitely they've done a lot of legwork to help fill those gaps in compelling ways. But it's just I think this is one that we'll never be able to chase down the true true on it. Well, hello there, task force. As always, Trevor here to talk directly to your eardrums. Those cryptid pins are out February 15th. I'm going to date it, 2022. Also, we have the hoodie, the maroon hoodie with the embroidered Task Force logo. Once again, as long as it's not delayed, I'm sorry. I wish I knew more. There are things that are out of our control, even here at the Task Force. But yeah, if you want to support the show, that's a great way to do it. Otherwise, you can give us a five-star review. Now on Spotify, you can share us with your friends. A whole lot of ways to engage with Red Web that we greatly appreciate. And if you want to see us in person, there's a way to do that at RTX. This July, it's the very beginning of July, go to rtxevent.com. Our company called Rooster Teeth is doing an entire convention that we are definitely going to be a part of. You can come say hi, get signings, get some photos, hang out with us, go to panels, all sort of good stuff. And if that sounds like it strikes your fancy, if you like geek culture, you like internet culture, all that good stuff, games, video games, comedy, we got it all. So come hang out with us. Red Web, Achievement Hunter, Rooster Teeth, 
everything, rtxevent.com. With that said, I want to talk about some of our fantastic sponsors. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Big tech is more powerful than many countries, and they profit by spying on us and exploiting our personal data. One company controls 90% of internet searches, I think you know who, and probably runs your email as well. I know they run mine. So put a layer of protection between your online activity and tech juggernauts with ExpressVPN. When you run ExpressVPN, it actually hides your IP address, something that big tech can use to personally identify who you are. So ExpressVPN makes your activity harder to trace and subsequently sell to online advertisers. I have used ExpressVPN and it is very easy to use. It's a small, lightweight software. So even if you're gaming, you just pull it up, click it, and you're good to go. You don't have to worry about getting exposed or having your data sent off to somewhere. It all goes through the ExpressVPN servers and it doesn't have any latency issues if you're gaming as well, which I greatly appreciate because you know I've got to get those frames. You know I got to, I don't want that lag when I'm trying to click those heads. Stop handing over your personal data to big tech monopolies that mine your activity and sells your information. Protect yourself with the VPN that you can trust to keep you safe online. Visit expressvpn.com slash redweb. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash redweb to get three extra months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash redweb right now to learn more. This episode of Red Web is also sponsored by HelloFresh. By now, you probably know HelloFresh. I know we've talked about it a lot, but in case you don't, they send you fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients right to your home. It even comes with an easy-to-follow recipe. Right now, they've got limited-time recipes with twists on cozy international classics. For example, beef tenderloin and cheese fondue, mmm, or miso sesame shrimp and bacon ramen, oh, and you can even customize your favorites with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another. It's more choices and more meals tailored exactly and specifically for you. I really enjoy it. It makes the stress of going to the store zero. You don't have to worry about it. All of it comes to your door. You're cooking with fresh pre-measured ingredients so you don't have any waste. It makes cooking very easy and it, uh, Makes you feel like a chef while you do it. So you have tasty food that takes very little time in the kitchen. You feel a bit accomplished and sometimes you have stuff uh, left over. So you got a lunch for the next day. I really enjoy all the different variety that they offer. And with the customized plans, it makes it even easier to make sure, even if you're a picky eater like me, you can get the food that you want. So go to HelloFresh.com slash RedWeb16. That's one six there at the end. And use code RedWeb16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's up to 16 free meals and three free gifts at HelloFresh.com slash RedWeb16 and use code RedWeb16. With that, let's get right back into this strange video. With regards to Anthony Casaminas and the reason why they grave robbed. Grave robed? <laughs> grave grave robbed. robed. Well, grave robing is when you take, you know, you dig into Take the grave, up. and then you throw a nice robe around. Right, them. you make sure they're comfortable, yeah. looking fresh. Yeah. yeah, you check up on them. Check up on them, you know, them. make sure that they're okay. You keep their style up right. to date, you know. Then you, then you tuck them in. <laughs> tuck them back in. So apparently the interest behind this individual was that he was looking for Tiffany glass, right? A very luxury item. Like, I think Tiffany is definitely more known for jewelry. Right. If it's Tiffany glass, Christian, is, is it referring to like crystal? Tiffany glass refers to the many and varied types of glass developed and produced from 1878 to 1933 at the Tiffany Studios in New York. Okay. So it's a type of 
Looks like different types of stained glass. Gotcha. So essentially, he's digging for rare antiques by way of grave robbing. Yeah. And this is maybe where that previous experience had come from, from his grave robbing, assuming it's his, this is the same person. And in regards to the screws question, yes. there's no firm date on it. There was a comment on one of the videos that said that that was what we quoted where he said he's been dead for almost 20 years. The comment that is directly referencing this was five years ago. So that would have been 2016, 2017, but the video was posted in 2014. So anywhere in that, that date range, okay, 2014 to 2016 ish. There is another comment. I mean, these are all just YouTube comments. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 the best thing we is, got, but it is worth letting people know. Yeah. Uh, there was another comment who said that they also knew this person named Screws and they were in the, the Brooklyn area. They say they last saw him around 97 or 98 and would have been in his mid 20s by then. Yeah. The issue is that all lines up kind of nicely, right? All of yeah, it lines up nicely. It could just be YouTube fans. To be honest, right. trying to line up a story. We have to slather it with the kind of, hey, I mean, people can lie on the internet, oh, yeah. but this is truly, if we're going to discuss this topic, the best we've got with that calorie, with the, with regards to that. But it's easily dismissed, right, in the task force court of law. <laughs> I just like, look, man, a lot of stuff gets passed on our desks during this court we're of law. Very busy picking up those drags. You know, a lot of it gets digitized. A lot of it doesn't yeah and let me tell you this but not digitize and store this into our files well someone else thankfully did it for us yeah i i think christian i think listen i got another micro theory i'm looking over here at christian now i mean owls take them or leave them we'll put we'll table them for now but this man yeah. right here alfredo diaz yeah i'm a man <laughs> yeah yeah he is what? what what this man's clairvoyant i think yeah, i think your special power as you can see 10 15 minutes into the future Hell yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know exactly that he's doing it. No, but he's no, doing he's it. He's always doing it. it no no joke, though. It. Your gut instinct that you bring to this show okay. has been amazing. Thank you. But you always dive right into something that's later in my outline and yeah. nail it. Like so, legitimately, almost every single time. Every, truly. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I'm, so the uncanny piece here is we were joking about printing out, redigitizing stuff. Very much what happened in this moment. So we have oh. a Reddit user here Wait, named Amused Researcher. Do we Go finally ahead. tell him, Christian? Tell him. Do me. you want to? Break it to me. Do you tell him? I'm ready. Do you want to? Hold on. Let it's me like, put my seatbelt on. my man. All right. Tell me. Oh, I've I've always known, like a little <laughs> bit at the back end, just little little tidbits the whole time. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Of mm -hmm. all the uh, outlines, I guess sound a little bit, a little some. You said a little, little bit? I give him a little kernel, like starting, like a thought yeah. starters, basically. Yeah. You're not clairvoyant. You're yeah. a liar. No. You're a charlatan. Yeah. Oh, I've been lied to. <laughs> like 60 episodes. Wait a minute. Did you yeah. you just give him this newspaper clipping and say say something like this in the first five minutes? Yeah, I give him a couple yeah. like ideas. Be like, here, what? Do, do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here, I thought you were a genius. Here, I thought Dude, you were a genius. Dude, you believed it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. It's because it's the truth. Damn it. No, I have no idea. I'll never, believe, I'll never believe again. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. What's true? What's happening? What's real? I'm looking back and forth. I'm sandwiched between two liars. No, no, no. I just made that shit up. Two liars. I don't man. know what is going on ever. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no clue of what. I'm leaving. Damn, this I'm man. Going. I got to get out of here. 
We fly blew, the owls in. We, we blew this man's mind and resealed it <laughs> with duct tape. Yeah, what you did was you opened my skull, planted a little, like, one of those July 4th uh, firecrackers in there, sealed it right back up with super glue and everything, and then popped it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, no, I have no clue. <laughs> oh, my God. Christian, your yes hand was so, like, you're supposed to be the one I trust. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I look to you bad. for the information. And I'll then go, you go back to shutting and it you, down. And you went, and you went, yeah, that's true. And I said, well, the man never, he's never lied a day in his life. Yeah. It says right here, it's true. <laughs> but okay, but seriously. Okay. The printing and redigitizing of, like, are you serious? Was, it had me chuckling, but it happened here, right? So we have Reddit user, amu oh. amused researcher over in one of my favorite niche subreddits, shout out to non-murder mysteries, uh, where they talk about all mysteries that, you know, aren't true crime. I know that a lot of people like the, that very corner of you know yeah, true crimes I everywhere yeah. and so it's nice to get the ones that aren't necessarily true crimes. Mm -hmm. so anyway they uploaded a picture of anthony casaminas from a microfilm uh, of a newspaper right like so you can go to the library you can search oh yeah, yeah. it's like and in those you movies see people where, scrolling through and whatnot. exactly so he pulled that out and then digitized it uploaded it and it's it's definitely grainy much like all of the task force material that we get that's printed out from the police and re-uploaded and now, some people, when they look at this, as with everything, by the way, Task Force, we'll upload it on our YouTube uh, channel, on our Twitter page, at RedWebPod. But it's really hard to tell if that is the Anthony that we are talking about aged up. But some people feel like it looks like an older version of him. Some people feel like it looks like a completely different person. I mean, like, damn it. Right? Like, it looks like it could be. Yes. It wasn't just different hair or it wasn't like different hair or hairstyle or facial structure that, that was like vastly different yeah. it's close enough in every way yeah it's very close and and also Damn. what i think what also might this be is great me on a newspaper right come on right. that's so close it says a passion for it. graveyard art that took a criminal turn tiffany glass and the other tales from the crypt so I could see it. The photo's very grainy, very dark, hard to make those details out. And I think what's tipping our bias a little bit to, to making us as, you know, enthusiast investigators looking at this. I mean, he's got some schmutz on his face. He's got the, the dirt from grave robbing. And again, it looks very much like the other person we're it talking does. about. And it's hard to know. Are those scars? Do those scars line up? Or is it just two people that freshly got out of a, a, <laughs> of a six foot yeah. hole yeah. covered in dirt? Oh, dude, that, that lines up so close for me. Yeah. Man. And like, what are what are the odds? What are the odds? Right, it's very interesting. But another person has been suggested, for what it's worth, as the grave robber that we're talking about with Anthony, mm -hmm. right? And that name is Craig A. Bradley. But Craig doesn't look anything like Anthony in his mugshot from 2019, and so it's hard to know. But that does draw into question: Is Anthony the person we're calling Anthony? Is he using a fake name, or was Anthony a slip up? That again, it only raises they more questions than answers. It. Well, I guess they didn't upload it. I guess someone they else. made it, and then they, then they, uh, who knows whether they sold it to somebody, or handed it off, or duplicated it. Somebody else collected it, and then eventually got uploaded. Yeah. So, that's pretty much all the information we have with regards to this Anthony character, as well as the video and the compilation video DVD that it was a part of. Doesn't really help clear the scary air. Scary world. Very scary. Especially if this is real. I mean, talking about grave robbing, that's already a, like pretty dark. Do you know? 
You know if this is real that there's way worse things going on. A thousand percent. Ugh. I'm going to booby trap my grave. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm just going to burn myself down to ashes. Well, that works too. Yeah. Someone can just like use me in a fight. That's what I want to be. I want to be at the side of an MMA ring. And oh. so like, you know, when they chalk their hands, like right. when they chalk their hands <laughs> at, just... at NBA games, that's yeah. me. When, when like they when go, LeBron when they go to the air, it's yeah. like ash. But then when they go to fight, you know, I'm the pocket sand. That, ah, I can't see. I get them. Thanks, I Trevor. I, I get the assists on the on the layups and on the on the whatever they call the MMA ring. I don't the octagon. The octagon. The octagon. I don't think that's MMA legal. Well, not yet. <laughs> the hell. When I finally decide to retire, the tender age of 522 mm -hmm. in 2060. Or I mean, whoops, twenty six hundred. Well, that not. Hold on, let me tell you. Uh -oh. None of that makes any damn sense. Hold on, oh, there was wait. some questionable oh, math. There. What? <laughs> I'm rounding. I'm rounding a little bit. Five hundred years old, forty years from now. What the? F I got a lot to tell you. Uh, I meant to say something more like twenty six hundred, but you know, whatever. We'll move on. But listen, once I've been burned to a crisp, I'm gonna be copping some stats. You know, mm -hmm. think of the. Think of the NFTs made out of me. Mm. Those basketball cards, pile of ash. Those MMA cards that they maybe don't have, pile of ash. And always, Trevor MMA Collins. Card. Just like with the assist. Those cards are not fungible. No. Yeah. Or maybe you have little cards that are made. Because there are like sports cards that are made with like a cut of the jersey and stuff like that. Ooh, so you get They're a little like, piece of the ash. Like tons of money. If you actually like pull one of those. Oh yeah, Actually, they're worth a ton of money. Oh geez, yeah, they're like actual cut up jerseys from the players, stuff like that. Yeah, well, some of, some like of my cards are made, that. yeah, with like pressed yeah. ash. Yeah, so you put it with pressed ash, right? That's Bam. why I'm accumulating mass so I can have as much as biomass as possible. At the end. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting hulked out of my mind. So when did this man take my role? I'm, I'm losing my mind because what you did was break me halfway through this. <laughs> All right. I've known this whole time. Oh, my God. No, not really. <laughs> oh, my God. Again. <laughs> it's like that's, that's, uh, that shot in Jaws when the camera swoops in on on the chief of police, right? And then yeah. They, oh, yeah. But then the, the background, beach, yeah. like, it has that weird kind of... I don't know what that's called. That dolly push, but then zoom. Right. It has yep. that weird. Exactly so that's me going, oh my about. God. And then you go, nah, I'm just kidding. And then it does it again. And I go, oh my God. All right. So let's talk about the two theories here. Obviously, yep. it's between, is this a hoax? Is this some sort of twisted work of art? Or is this real? Dude, very well could be, man. Artists, especially like nowadays, they push themselves. Oh, like, yeah. To genius corners of their mind and sometimes dark corners. Right. Sometimes it's dark. Sometimes it's that fringe stuff that, you know, your average Joe maybe right. just doesn't, in their perspective, just doesn't understand. You're just like, some things aren't meant for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So with that said, let's talk about the idea of this being a hoax. Supported by the fact that one of the other videos on the DVD compilation made by Buck Hutko did seem to be confirmed as... A fake. Fake, yeah. So Anthony and the other people behind the camera, perhaps in this in this vein, are not actually robbing graves, but instead using props and conveying, maybe in, even improving, based on what they might know. This would end up being in the shockumentary or mondo genre, which was very popular 
in the 90s when this perhaps could have been filmed and people would then sell and trade very odd VHS tapes and eventually of course later DVDs with this type of content. And this was all, just to give you a little bit of background, was all inspired by the 1978 film Faces of Death, which depicted people dying. Some were staged, some were actually real found footage videos, but it was very similar to creepy shock or dark web videos that get shared online today. I thought you were going to say face off, but that was not 1978. John Travolta. And then, and then Nicholas was it Nicholas Cage? It was Nicholas Cage yeah. and John Travolta. We gotta there get was, our facts straight. They were swapping faces all throughout the movie. That's what <laughs> I've that heard so much about this movie. I've seen so many scenes, but I've never seen a face swap. I th- like I feel like I just watched them do oh, things. You didn't really watch the movie, so I don't know. If I want to watch this one, <laughs> especially now that it's gonna be so like attached to this mystery. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna think of face off. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna think of this grave robbing. I'm gonna, mm. Mm. Maybe, yeah, <gasps> maybe we lost Anthony because he swapped faces with a fresh one. There must be some kind of like mobster or gangster or something like that, like high level kingpin boss type person. Yeah. That's like tried that, right? Get me another face. Right. They've gone to some like basement, not island of Dr. Moreau, basement of Dr. Moreau and try to face swap. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure it's been tried. I mean, that's the thing. There's so many people in this world. So many different minds and perspectives. Mm-hmm. Everything under the sun feels like it has to have been done at least once. Dude, that's why I just don't know how, like, we haven't created something that just will absolutely wipe the entire... I mean, nuclear weapons, I guess. But, I mean, like... Mm, yeah, don't speak it into existence. I mean, like, in terms of just, like, like science, right? And, 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 and taking the human body, maybe pushing it to a limit that ends up being, I don't know, I don't want to say zombies, but like mutations or mm-hmm. or creating a virus or whatnot. Like, who's to stop random person in, I don't know, like somewhere in the outback? I'm sorry, Australia, I love you. I'm just watching a lot of Australians. Right There's right a now. lot of outback out there, yeah. a lot of unsupervised right? territory. Like just unsupervised territory anywhere in the world, the world's big old place. Just takes that one genius in privacy. Just, right, exactly. Well, that's that just freaked me out. <laughs> I mean, that's like, kind of terrifying, really. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh, mm, no, I got nothing to say on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of a terrifying thought. Yeah, I will say on a less sinister note, I did just remember. I mean, there have been successful face face transplants actually. So there is a tech that does like a, a process, a procedure. That does exist now. Um, Is it for like burnt victims? Or it, it's like definitely that? for people that have pretty dramatic scarring. Right. And they like, if they lose cartilage, like their nose, like um, one was from an animal attack a few decades ago, oh, which was, God. I think, the first um, successful case of a face transplant. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what science yeah. can do, you know? Like Between that. those reps, they're out there just Insane, pushing the dude. pushing the frontier knowledge. Right? You wait they they're waking up, okay? Mm-hmm. Throwing the protein powder in there. Right, right. Then they're slanging and banging, counting macros, and then also <laughs> ca- and then also doing surgery. Right. Insane. You ever see a doctor do open heart surgery while pulling reps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seen Every it. time. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we've got a mock-up for a buff scientist gym shirt. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I just saw it. I'm like, I was gonna say, cause I can't think. Come on in, like, slang and bang. Like? Yeah. <laughs> like, do it needs to be like a, a weight with like muscles and like a beaker. And yeah. Like just... Well, they had it, so it was like some really buff dude, like the person I'm trying to be to right. accumulate that mass. Right. I'm trying to be like a scientist, right? And, he, and he's like lifting this bar that's bending, and on either end is a beaker. <laughs> like one's a beaker and one of those like graduated cylinders or something. <laughs> I just had one of those shirts. It's just like <laughs> proteins and macros and beakers and lab coats. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it like rhymes. <laughs> Why do they let us do this show? I don't know. I don't know. Someone gave us too much room to wiggle. But coming back to the idea of this being a hoax, you know, a lot of people fall into this category because they're thinking, okay, I'm looking at these kids, or at least this kid on tape. He does look young. Maybe he's just making things up on the go for shock it, value. It could be, yeah. And it could answer as to perhaps it could address the stutter if he's just trying to on the fly sound knowledgeable on something that he's just making up. He could also be nervous because of the nature of what he's talking about. Or it could just be that, well, it also definitely addresses the nature that it's all all over the place. He's talking about this, right. and he's jumping over here, then he's jumping over there, and none of it really this seems kid's coherent. making a video. Yeah. At some point in the video, they say to, quote, knock out any witnesses of the crime and to tell them that they were just dreaming, which is something so absurd that it does seem to be like, OK, that, that seems like it's fake. what it does that like that seems like something that doesn't rely on experience and does sound a little bit a little silly. Yeah, just knock them out. And then when they wake up, be like, you're dreaming. Oh <laughs> hey, I mean, oh, my God. Hey, hey. Man, this is such a weird, dark, it's, twisted, like, yeah. part of the internet and some niche culture. Uh, I mean, it could flip back on itself, right? Or it's just like, you think it's funny, but really it's like, they're just, it's just so locked in that they're just, they're just their, their mind is just thinking of right. things that are not logical to us, but it could be logical to them. Right. Like, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Like, I'm right. trying to make sense of it. If it wasn't fake, if this was actually real, yeah. why would they do that? And it could just right. simply be that they think that that's just something that, that is normal. That's normal. Or that that, do. that statement right there, as, right. as ridiculous as it sounds, as as, is, fun, as much fun with that statement as we could have, definitely could make sense to somebody who yeah. is maybe in a different mindset. Again, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not about to try to no, uh, no, no, categorize no. this individual. But I mean, but, based on the nature of what they're talking about, there's, yeah. there definitely could be just a different... Uh, mm -hmm alignment of thoughts there. So one of the VHS covers for an individual copy of GRFM features the company, quote, King of the Witches. It This is an independent movie distributor. The owner is Christopher Bucci, and some believe that they are the Poochie, Poochie kind of, remember that name right, earlier? We talked about that earlier. They could be the person that was mentioned in the video. This could be their contact, right? Or or the person that they're making this kind of dark niche film for. So they're trying to present it as real, mention this person's name, take their VHS, give it to Christopher Bucci, and then they distribute it, you know, in whatever genre that they're in. But apparently people have reached out to Christopher Bucci to inquire about this. Yeah. And he's never responded. He's what? never reached back out to answer any questions. And maybe that could be true to the genre that they're working in. If they want to ride the line, having you and I sit here and talk about this right now could be exactly could be what they want out yeah. of their project. 
Some, you know, you, we go, we, we take for granted what movies are kind of for. We watch them for entertainment value. We want to laugh. We want to kind of have our feelings externalized and made in front of us. We want to watch hero films to aspire to be something, right? There's a lot of things behind it. Mm -hmm. There are some people that have very different takes on what art is meant to do. And at the end of the day, it's all meant to instill emotion in the, in the, in the person right. watching. And this is certainly instilling emotion. It's just a different type of emotion. It's not a very common emotion that is sought after. And right. so, yeah, I mean, this absolutely could be a project like that. Just designed to make you curious, morbidly yeah. curious, ask questions. Like Stuart Little, he was a rat. Yeah. Christian, <laughs> <laughs> keep typing. That <laughs> man started like typing, typing and just gave me that look like, what? <laughs> you know what like, I'm talking about. You've seen the movie. Caught yeah. me off guard, that's all it was. Yeah, come in, you come in. catch emotions watching Stuart Little? Oh, well, I, I caught some feelings. Oh, okay. What? Wait, what? That what? mom? Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. That, that we ever had a live <laughs> action no Dexter's Lab? <laughs> That's the mom right there. No, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got to come back to reality. Here we go. <clears throat> um, another thing, too, is is possible that they, they could have found these bones. They could have created bones and tried to, you know, create a shockumentary film and then traded it around. You know, I mean, I feel like we've cer yeah. certainly circled around that idea a lot, but... Um, but th those are the kind of arguments that land in the camp of, of it being a hoax. Now let's talk about this and its possibility of it being real, that we are actually watching a video of, of real amateur grave robbers and them kind of externalizing their, their experience, right? Telling us, this is how you go about doing this, you know? Man, I was just about to say, I really hope this isn't real and it, these collections are just, right? People kind of just making these made up dark stories yeah i yeah. would definitely sleep a little easier yeah knowing that but you but know now we dive into the theory that it's uh okay what real it was real yeah so here we go so the very same thing that draws into question its validity for a lot of people the stuttering and jumping around the not keeping a, a train of thought um the obvious lack of experience all of that has made people question it but for some other people, it's really made it feel more convincing, that it feels more real and more raw. authentic. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe these aren't the professional grave robbers that a lot of people anticipate. You know, they do talk about this being their second go and that they no longer are scared. And so they are trying to present themselves in a experienced way, but they've only done this maybe once or twice. Now, I mean, we can really read between the lines and go like, some people are starting to go, well, maybe a lot of it's real, but then a lot of the other more frivolous stuff, the idea of knocking people out and then trying to convince them right, that they're, they're in just, a dream, like it's a cartoon, like, oh, well, that was just them making stuff up to build. Like, right, because we're all at picking the end of the and day, choosing, they're in you know? front of a camera. Right. So they might be trying to play it up a bit. I just, doesn't the great robber doesn't seem efficient in any way, shape, or no, form. No, no, it doesn't. Right? It like, seems very efficient for those who try to get arrested. Yeah. Because what are the chances that you, uh, it doesn't seem like these people are doing like research in any way, shape or form. Yeah. But what are the chances that you take a lot of time and effort mm -hmm. to dig up a, a grave and there's absolutely nothing in it? I think the well, regular aside from person, the person. I'm talking about like the value. Right, right. right. You got to hope that they've got the necklace, the ring, the yep. apparently some old glassware, right? Mm-hmm. It's also like, I don't think you can understate just how difficult it actually is to dig out, 
because to open the thing at the bottom, you need to at least dig out a column of dirt. Yeah. And it's usually what they say, like six feet or more. And uh, that's a lot of effort, a lot. And sometimes I think they, I don't know if they put cement down in there or at all. Oh, interesting. Yeah, some places it kind of encapsulate the coffin with cement or like a cement block. So because of, I think in like New Orleans, they do that to prevent bodies from kind of coming up as there's a lot of oh, water and a lot yeah. of erosion. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually, that that can happen. But anyway, it sounds like we're in New York, so that's neither here nor there. But many people have argued at, by looking at the bones, especially the skull that this Anthony person is holding, they look extremely real. They look very convincing. It doesn't look like somebody took a prop, made it dirty. I mean, it does look pretty real. It does. Uh, I mean, from what I would gather a skull would look like, yeah. that looks like one. Yeah. You know, again, it's very dirty. It's full of mud. It wasn't properly cleaned, at least not at that time. He holds up a set of teeth that appear to match the skull, claiming that he incorrectly exhumed the body, which caused the teeth to break off, which goes back to some of the things he said. Don't grab the skull by the teeth. Instead, grab it by the eyes or the nose because the teeth are brittle and the roots fall out easily and that sort of stuff. But some other commenters online claim that the skull is a fake in subtle ways that only experts could see. In particular, the slight shine and reflection that the light kind of gives off of the skull would not be normal to an actual bony material. Interesting. I mean, mm, I mean, when you go to a museum, and I can't remember if the museums that I went to had real or fake skulls, but like, I've seen shiny bones in museums. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess like if they've been, but bleached. that's probably been polished and cleaned and yeah. like sanitized and everything. Again, yeah, we're leaning on internet comment leaders, it, it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But then there's other people that are like, well, I mean, and this is where I certainly don't know much about it, so I'll quote the notes that I have here, but a lot of people were commenting on the styloid process being still intact, which I imagine is an anatomy of the, the skull. And the fact that the skull seems so heavily handled, having that part of the skull still intact doesn't seem to line up with the amount of handling is going on. It's because it's, I imagine, a brittle piece. Do you know, Christian, what the styloid process is? The styloid process is a cylindrical, slender, needle-like projection of varying lengths, averaging two to three centimeters. Through these, the styloid process facilitates the movement of the tongue, pharynx, larynx, hyoid bone, and mandible. Interesting. So it's a specific part of the, a very specific part of the skull. Gotcha. Oh. So yeah, a small little delicate piece. But the problem is too, is like, we're looking at a very grainy VHS tape. very grainy. And just like somebody going, I saw a UFO and they're shaking yep. and, and basically raving on a grave while they film this thing. It's like, when are we going to catch a grave robber or a UFO right. in 4K? In, in, yeah, Stable. In 4K. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get that macro Everything zoom going. is so shit. I mean, I don't know. You got to think eventually, right? Because nowadays, like, everyone's got like a high res camera. Right. Everyone's got a an iPhone or something like that, Android. Right. Even if it's old, it's got pretty clear uh, capabilities of taking photos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe that'll mean the death of UFO footage because they all get debunked. Or maybe Damn. we're going to prove something. See? True. But uh, it only just kind of makes it more hard to interpret what's going on. But ultimately, one thing to really decipher, I mean, we can we can sway one way or the other with opinions, but... One thing to truly consider all things known about this video is these are young potential filmmakers. Do they have access to the ability to make such a realistic looking skull? 
Or is it more likely that they do have an actual skull? Both seem less likely. Right. But I would wager, you know, cost aside, that maybe procuring a prop would be a little bit easier. I, I don't think know. So. Than like getting an actual, like uncleaned skull. This is still times of the internet, right? Well, it's it uh oh, it depends. Mm. It's the intranet days. Right. So like, yeah, kinda, but not modern internet. No, not at all. So would think that you're able to order a prop in some way, shape, or form. It's not Maybe. as easy as like go to Amazon, search for it. Right. So I guess in one camp you got filmmaker. Maybe they have some prop friends that specialize in this stuff. Seems like becomes a lot more likely. On the other end, they're actual grave robbers, and they they dug up this grave. Yeah. Which, again, if you lean that way, that also seems likely. It all again comes back down to which is the truth at the top. Yeah, no, I don't think we'll ever know. Right. But uh, kind of to close this one out, people theorize that the scars and the blemishes on his face could be from. You know, getting into trouble while raving, ro robbing graves or <laughs> raving graves, as I keep almost saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you're you're digging down in there. Maybe you get hurt or banged up just trying to like maneuver down and out of the holes. Maybe you get into some scuffles with people trying to be like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" I don't know. It also could just be like dirt from manipulating the dirt and and getting in and out of the grave. I think it's dirt than anything else. Yeah, but that's what a lot of people have said. Like, no, it's real because like those scars either show that he's gotten into scuffles because of the potential trouble and incidents or that it's just like some some blemishes from actually getting into the earth yeah. and then handling these things. And then when it comes to Houdini's grave, kind of his almost closing statement, right. like his promise to rob Houdini's grave. He never robbed. Well, it was it was uh in New York City is where his grave lies. It was actually vandalized multiple times in the 90s with some claims of grave robbing though these claims were never investigated by police, so they're unsubstantiated, which, again, I want to bring this to the table, but I understand it doesn't add any clarity. It just no. it just gives me more intrigue, you know? Yeah. So, basically, that doesn't necessarily confirm that this person was out there robbing graves, but it doesn't help the situation, right? No, it doesn't disprove it either, because nope. he makes this promise, and then, coincidentally, maybe, some uh, vandalizing happens, right? But that's pretty much it. We have uh, a very kind of like a uh, eerie dark video that's made its rounds from the old school days of VHS through the digitization to DVD and then onto the internet. It really only exploded here around 2014 and then became a viral sensation from there as people investigate. And I think the real issue is that the past is so disconnected from its modern revelations that it we just can't dig out the truth without without the past but it just goes to show that the internet can be a very eerie dark place yeah this one was eerie and then it very easily could have taken us to like unsettling territory right the internet um but i mean like at the end of the day i was like okay grave robbing but i think the the very scary part that's sitting with me is just like oh man you know there's very bad videos out there compilations right. of people buying and trading and selling volumes of videos with very bad things on them. Right. And I mean, even with regards to this compilation, real or fake, I mean, even just looking into this particular video, it only adds more questions like, who added this to the compilation and why? If people were arguing over this being a part of volume one or volume two, does that imply that there is at least 
one more volume out there. Oh yeah, a similar compilation. Oh, yeah, Where is that? If that surfaces, does that add more information and context? Oh no, it's probably just different stuff. Right, but yeah. but if that ends up becoming like, you can prove that that stuff is also mm. video projects. Then maybe can you back true. and form this? You true. know, true. Like if you can prove majority of that was or or even one more piece of that was video projects. Yeah. It, but, I mean, it just very much seems like it's there's no kind of like structure to this very like small pocket, right? Mm -hmm. Where people are just like, okay, well, I'm gonna add this to the volume and then copy it and upload it and send it off, et cetera. And people are just kind of just taking stuff that they see and go, and it's very much isolated in terms of like, I interpret this as real, so it's real. I'm gonna add it to the volume and then send it off. You know? Do you think as we close out here? Kind of leaving, kind of sunsetting on the on the mystery at hand, and just I just want to ask you: Do you think we could generate a video like this, completely disconnect our identities from it, put it out onto the internet that has it's just like so avant garde, feels like it's definitely something sinister, but it isn't, and then we just post it somewhere anonymously and then see if it becomes viral? Do you think we could uh, could do that, or do you think that these things have to be natural? Like there's almost they have to be a little bit of Right. If we just, I mean, I think I think we could, but we'd have to approach it differently than what, how we make content, right? Yeah. Because we we try to be efficient, clear in both sound, and video, and like purposeful. I think we'd have to flip all that on its head, mm -hmm. right? We'd have to go with the dirtiest. When I say dirty, it's talking about like dirty in terms of film and audio, right? 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 Where it's not cleared. Doesn't sound the best, right? Um, so you probably go back to older tech. Forget um, everything to you like ever muddy knew. it up because a lot of stuff is traceable nowadays and, and like digitally traceable. When it comes like oh, video yeah. and audio. Oh my gosh, there's yeah. there's the idea now. I mean, it's been around for a few years, but just based on power lines and electrical equipment, right? All this, all it's alternating current and it operates with a frequency, right? So in America's in the Americas it's like sixty hertz. Sixty. So it alternates current sixty times a second. 50. UK it's fifty. And from that it can generate a very low presence hum. And from that you can look into the audio form as long as it's not edited or put through a different thing or, or like if it's the raw original audio, uh you can with a high degree of certainty figure out when that was filmed and almost where it was filmed. Based on where the power lines Damn. are, where like equipment is, not not always. There has right. to be a clean but I mean, signal, but even like then the fact that you could do isn't that, that crazy? That's wild. And so that's that's what like I want something like this has gone through too many hands to clearly. But if you could find the original and you could start analyzing the the that's how the you, audio that's to what find you the do with the, if we were to do that. That's how you do it with the footage, right? Yeah, you launder it over and over and over again. Right, that way it just keeps getting dirtier and muddied up yep. and grainier, etc. But yeah, I mean, it's just by the way the currents alternate and the the subtle fluctuations that are in there, you can kind of backtrack that. This is my layman's understanding of it. Backtrack it all the way to the station that's nearby. They like because they know what they're doing to the electrical grid, and so from that they can figure out generally where you are and when you film those things. It's crazy. Nuts. But uh, but this has been grave robbing for morons. I hope you didn't learn anything with regards to that. Yeah. <laughs> But thank you all for listening. You can always support the show by subscribing on our YouTube channel uh, by going to youtube.com slash redwebpod. We also have the Twitter page. We got reviews on Apple and Spotify. All that good that. stuff. All that good stuff. 
Otherwise, Fredo, I'll see you back here for another mystery next Monday. Let's, let's, let's uncover unicorns. Something nicer. Yeah. <laughs>